Welcome back to the Bookhouse Podcast. I'm Rish, and as usual, I'm joined today by my lovely set of co-hosts. We have the Righteous Strugglin. Holy! Righteous. Righteous. What a useful song like that. <laughs> we have the Practically Perfect Pranup. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I expected you to say Pornhub Pranup. Because that's what I could tell my friends to call me when they don't know how to pronounce my name. I'm just like, bro. call me porno, bro. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the... Then, 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 then we have the extremely imperfect Charvin. <laughs> no, we have the childishly Can't... clownish Charvin. Holy shit, man. Why did you do that? <laughs> we always like that. Nice. him. Man. No, it should be, should be come shot. Okay, buddy. Wow, no, right. I think uh, the biggest thing is right, we did an episode without him, and that was the best episode. Like, like it was like them bride and stuff. And <laughs> you're well, right, you're we right. did an episode without him. It was fun as well. Cough. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, without further ado, let's just get into the weekly rewind. Yo, what's up, everyone? What's up? What's up? What's up? Who's this? Oh, you guys? Fine. Fine. You see? Why not? Amazing. I don't know, man. There's a lot going. On. There's a lot going on. Yeah. True. True. Okay, true, true. I didn't say amazing for your sake, like Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Amazing, we're doing. Amazing. We're doing absolutely I'm, I'm amazing, man. Great. Hope everyone is doing fantabulous. I'll get on. Uh, straight to the first news. The first news uh, is going to be big. So, uh, just brace yourselves, yeah. Okay. Key blinders is out, boys. Holy! I'm sure Rachman doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I know what you guys are talking about. I know what Piggy blinders. But is. But he doesn't get the hype. Yes, I don't get the hype. Yep. <laughs> you should watch it, boys. It's the best series I watched. So yes, yeah, so after almost 890 days of waiting for the next uh, new season, the first it's episode finally dropped. Yep. Um, how was it? Prano, did you watch it? First episode? I did. Yeah, I did. First episode, I did, yeah. It was Damn too nice, good. Bro. It yeah. was too The whole good. episode was just Tommy handing everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going to spoil anyone. Uh, so, if you haven't watched it, go watch. Rishpin, you have to start it. <laughs> you have to start it, bro. Have to. All right. Then the Ask next news. Then the next news is also something that came out. The new Batman movie. Oh, this one, this well, one. It was, it was I haven't watched yet. I'm not gonna hype it up that. But from Ravulin, I feel like the movie is really worth it. I know a lot of you know Christian Bale fans are gonna blame me and basically say oh. I'm crap. But I'm sorry, <laughs> but Robert Pattinson is the better Batman. He he's the best Batman. Like the role just fits for him perfectly. All right, fair, it's fair. Good. Just watch it, Lacharian. You guys watch it. it and it yeah, and I'll let you know the next weekly event. How was it? Mm-hmm. Then the next news is uh, for the football fans, yeah? Or so, how cause it so? Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich. Is it his name? I don't know. I, I know I butchered his name. Abramovich. Yep. Yeah. Oligarch. He's deciding. To sell no, he's not deciding. He's already he already listed it on the he's market. He's already, um, yeah, yeah, for three billion. 
right? And uh, Connor wants to buy it. Wait, what McGregor. is he selling? What is he selling? Chelsea, Chelsea. 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 Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. So because of the whole Russian Because they're freezing a lot of uh, Russian billionaire assets, basically. Uh, and the whole country is going through, like, there's a lot of sanctions and stuff. So he's trying to liquidate as much cash as possible, I guess. Wait, I heard we... he's selling all his... Um... Did we talk about any of the war stuff going war on thing? in the previous I episode? So. I can't yep. told, we said we said like the war is going on, but we never explained why the war is going on. Because uh, we don't know. I, 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 I do. Do I do you want me to explain? But it's gonna be like it's not gonna I be, don't political. I, I, yeah, I think it's not too necessary, that's the thing. I mean we know that a war is no, going we can on. say we just hope no, we just hope all the civilians are, you know, safe. I just want to acknowledge there's the war going on and all that. I think it's yeah. we don't yeah. have to get into. Okay. So yeah, uh, that's it. So whoever has like spare three billion pounds, is it pounds or dollars? I don't know. Dollars. Dollars. You know how much yeah. Conor McGregor stated uh, one uh stated a price for? Right? He stated one point five billion, basically half of it. Damn. And but, I I heard right, he's actually like rushing to sell it because a lot of Russian billionaires are trying to liquidate as much cash as possible because mm-hmm. all their assets are being you know freezed. Yeah. A lot of Russian athletes are being um, sacked. Nikita Mayspin can't drive F1 anymore. For this term at least, I guess. Um, and their uh, sponsor, Urus Kali for Haas, removed from the car totally. She's just going down. It's just basically Putin is getting fucked like, by the whole world. His <laughs> choice of actions. I mean... Man, he, bang, bang. The thing is, you can feel it. Okay, so, around him. So, so what, 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 what's the thing here? The world is gonna screw Putin over, but like Putin can like one shot the entire world. So, <laughs> what's gonna happen here first? The thing, if he does that, you think US is gonna be quiet? I, Bro. I don't. You know what? I don't think the US is gonna be you know, quiet. You know, but like, yeah, not soon. I think because I think uh two days ago they attacked a nuclear power plant in Ukraine, and apparently it's the Europe's largest uh nuclear power plant lucky oh. they uh they they had time to you know put put out the fire and stuff oh oh i but remember they said oh, right this was this was uh yeah. i know exactly what this is they they there was like a report or something of someone bombing the sarcophagus of chernobyl and the radiation started leaking that again. was one chernobyl yeah that's chernobyl but this is a other one an active power plant yeah oh damn they said, like, they, they were able to contain it. If they didn't, the explosion would be 10 they times said, larger. Right, even if one power plant exploded or, or two of them, it's going to be 10 times worse than Chernobyl. Did, and the whole European continent, the whole European continent must evacuate. The whole continent? Yes. Yeah. Because of the radiation. <laughs> Dude, Chernobyl, I thought Chernobyl was bad, man. Boom. This is going to be 10 times worse than Chernobyl if it actually explodes. You know what? I remember an episode of broadcast called Nuclear Winter. Definitely listen to that for something on this matter. <laughs> That's the thing. He's now now that like he's going to do that, right? I don't think it's only Ukraine's war. Yeah, it's going, he's to, going be... to affect the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just hope all this shit ends. 
Yeah, we Bro. just hope the civilians are safe, lah. Yeah, the yes. people who don't have any, you know, no one deserves to get fucked. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's it for this week. Uh, uh back to you, Rishman. So, this week on broadcast, uh, we're having something Tom a little Ru. different. Yeah, we're having something a little bit different. Uh, usually I'm the one hosting the episodes, but this time Raglan has put himself forward as someone who wants to, uh, host yep. this week's episode. So, how about you take it away? All right, all right, okay. Um. So I decided to make my own episode. In oh. I think uh, Rish Rishman told me to. He said even he told me he said just don't look at the topics and stuff. Just you just pick your own, you know, topic, right, Rishman? Yeah, because yeah, I yeah basically so, what I have is I have a list of topics that uh, yeah if we want yeah. to we'll just go through it's the it, topics. Yeah. But uh, most of the topics they are they come out from my head and there's no description of what the topics are. So even if you did choose a topic from that list, you wouldn't really understand. Unless yeah, it's fun. It's fun. All the topics are like, it's fun as well. But I think for a change, I said I'll pick my own topic right, yeah, for yeah. this week. Yeah. So the topic I chose this week is people our age, basically like you know after school and stuff. I think a lot of people are going through this phase of their life. Hmm. At least most, I guess. Yeah. Like where they're choosing their unis and stuff. It's basically I just chose a. Uh, kids who study or choose to study abroad, like from their home country, and versus, you know, students who uh, study locally, I guess. Cool, cool. Do you get? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, at home. Yeah, <laughs> just like local unis. Yeah. I chose it because even me, right? I think before I chose to, you know, go to UK, uh, mm-hmm. that was like always different choices in my head. Like, should I do this or should I do that? It's very, uh, it's very hard decision to make. Yeah, you should definitely talk to someone. Like, you know, yeah, especially when you're like seventeen or eighteen. So, I'll just start off by asking everyone, right? Like, what is your take on this? Like, should you study locally or you, you know, abroad? Obviously, you know. Some was already in uni. Yeah. But uh, that is because we made our choice. Yeah. I think except for Charvin, like the other three of us are already in uni. Yeah. Yup. Right. Let's start off with uh, Pranup. What do you think, Pranup? Would you, I mean, you're, you're already studying in the US, but if you had a right. choice again. <clears throat> for me, it's, I've been always traveling like my entire life. I've been always abroad, like for like okay, not entire, but like more than half my life, and it's always um been an experience for me more than anything to visit all these places, learn new stuff, meet new people, whatsoever. So, I mean, like I'm I'm not gonna lie, the unis in Nepal are quite shit. Like let's just be honest here. But if you were in Malaysia, I was actually going and like thinking about applying a school in Malaysia too, but then I decided to come here because. It's like um, it's something I want to have experience in life, and studying here is um, at least I feel like uh, much of a profitable thing for like my life mm-hmm. than if I were to study in Malaysia. 
so I came here. So yeah, for me, it's like I've been always moving around. So it's more of like, oh, where should I go next? More than should I go somewhere else? Mm. Interesting. So your yeah. kind of like yeah. your well, likings uh, dictated what where you were going. More like I was fine with wherever I was going. I just wanted to experience new stuff. And coming to the US, I've been doing the same. I've been doing that, and I enjoy it. Mm. But if you could, you know, go back, would you change it? No, nah, I'll stay here, bro. No, but the thing is, for you, locally means going and studying back in Nepal. Even in Malaysia, obviously, I miss my family, my friends, whatsoever. But I don't know. I'm like I'm adapting to like US now, and if you were to like tell me to go back. I mean, if I had a choice to go back, I still, I think, I mean, I have a choice now. I can literally go back to Malaysia. For, okay, probably not Malaysia. Yeah. After five visa, but I'll yeah. still stay here. What about you, Prano? Uh, Prano, uh, Raven, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think my view is a bit different. You're already, you're already studying in Malaysia right now, right? Yeah, I'm already studying in Malaysia. You're already, you just and... started. Yeah, I just started. And it's pretty cool. I, I actually like the stuff that I'm learning so far, at least. But, like, I think my opinion on what's, uh, like, what Pranup's saying is very different. Because, like, for me, if I'm studying, I want to focus on studying, right? Like, so I don't want to be distracted by something like work or something like, uh, like, you know, like, have no distractions or whatever. So, studying locally mm-hmm. where i'm living with my parents and my parents are basically supporting me all the way uh it makes it a lot easier to study with uh, on stuff like this because i don't have to work i don't have to worry about rent i don't have to worry about uh whether or not i can eat you know so like if if i were to make a choice there is a chance that i would uh study abroad i personally don't think my grades are well enough to study in a like a good university but seeing that like i like the thing that i did was i didn't actually apply for any universities earlier so if i went i would have had to use my uh, like actual grades but uh i think you ragulan and pranu uh you guys both applied earlier so you guys had like a what, what was it a offer like a conditional offer kind of thing yeah yeah so you guys well, I, got, I, got accepted. I got accepted immediately i didn't have a conditional offer U.S. Oh. doesn't uh, handle conditional offers. Uh, yeah. So, like, for me, I personally don't think my grades are the best. Like, I, I do like the grades that I got for uh, A-level because it was absolutely difficult. Like, not going to lie. But, like, right. persevering through and then getting the grades that I got, which I am happy with. Like, it's not straight A's or whatever. Obviously not. Because that's... Uh, you'd have to waste your life to get that. But... Right. Uh, I'm happy with the grades that I got, but I don't think like even for the university that I'm in right now, I barely made it able to uh enter the course I'm in. I'm doing a medical bioscience course right now, and the uh, entering grade if I took A level was a score of eight. I got exactly eight, so I was able to enter like mm. perfectly. <clears throat> and if I would okay, okay. for the question, if I would change whether I'm studying locally or abroad. I think uh, that really depends on my mood because there's times in life where, like, 
I feel like I'm not productive enough. So if I was, if I wanted to be more productive, I would probably go abroad and like work while studying at the same time. Because that, that's what I mean. I think I think it's easier than said. I can't. Yeah, do that. it's easier. It's so easier hard. said than done. Like you, you barely, you barely have enough time to you know finish your assignments. I mean, Pranub does it, but I can't do it. Yeah, you know? but for like considering the course that I'm taking right now, I basically have about one class, just one. Uh, maximum. I think it's about three and a half hours. That's the maximum time that I have per day, and like. That's enough time to just study once in the morning, and then work for the rest of the day afternoon. So, I think, uh, it's definitely worth it to think about working and studying at the same time, just to get the experience of how the world like goes around. Right. How how the world goes around. How to manage your own money. That's the thing. I know you said you have like random moods and stuff. Yeah. I know you say like yeah, random moods, but ultimately. Which side would you choose? Ultimately, I think I will stay here personally because uh, I'm very like in family? with my family. Yeah, I and also like I'm not very comfortable outside of my own comfort comfort zone. Like for you guys, you guys are having the uh, issue of not being able to eat nasi kanda or something. I literally ate <laughs> nasi kanda twice yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> and. <Fuck you. laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro. No, Ragulan, you you can you can like be like, oh, okay, because you you've been having Malaysian food. I haven't had a taste of Malaysian food for six months that I've been here. I think if you go to like any major cities, you can get it, lah. Yeah, you go if to I NYC go to major cities, yeah, I, I should have uh, gone. I should have gone in Houston. I didn't go. That was a mistake. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem to me. <laughs> it is my problem. It is my problem, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, so. I saw for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, Rishman, you said you would stay locally. Yeah. Me, I think I have, like, the complete opposite of Rishman. He said he he wanted to, you know, be focused on studies. Obviously, I want to be focused on studies. Right. He didn't want to worry about rent, um, food and stuff. Yeah. Or being able to clean your room, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I, for me, when I made this decision, in my mind, I was like, I need to step out of my comfort zone. I can't be here. Right, right. right. Like, I have to worry about rent i have to worry about food i want to worry about what am i going to have for my next meal yeah because these are things that will affect you in the future yes if you don't do it now one day like after you're done with your studies i mean i don't say it but i don't know like in the future not no no i i think i knew i think i know what you mean like okay let's say you study locally and then after that like the transition period between you going to work by yourself, like it, either you go abroad to work or you just work locally or whatever it is, the transition period is going to be much harder than you because you have not experienced how to live alone, how to like deal shit with your own. But yeah. because but you've been like, for you is different. People in Malaysia they still live in their parents' house. It's fine. I I'm I'm not saying it's wrong or anything. You can right. live in your parents' house and you know they have they still have a roof on top of their head. They have food mm-hmm. and stuff. But there will be one day where your parents won't be there to take care of you. Yeah, I mean, like, touch wood, it doesn't happen early or whatever, but, like, there is going to be a day where you either move out of the house or something uh, happens along the road. Yeah. That causes these things to happen. So you have to... And if you're the eldest or if you're, you know, old enough, someone has to take responsibility, right? Yeah. Someone has to step up. 
for me it's different for me i only have one sister like uh was what one year younger so it's different for me for richmond it's different yeah i have one year older about like what yeah your, your sister and brother are quite young also yeah they are they are a significant different age compared to me and my older brother mm. so so for me it was just me wanting to be independent and you know uh for wanted, me, it, I, I yeah wanting to learn new experiences right before before i came to uk bro i don't do my own laundry <laughs> i don't clean my own room i know i i know i might sound like a spoiled brat but it's the truth i don't do my laundry i don't do, i don't clean my room i don't do my my bed i don't clean my bed i don't cook i mean to be I don't fair do anything, basically. to to be fair the bed thing uh, that's not really 100% necessary no the thing i meant is i don't like clean the sheets and stuff oh, i don't okay, do it by okay. myself i have a maid at home yeah i have a maid at home she does everything i don't do anything basically i wake up in the morning i get allowance from my parents like monthly and stuff mm-hmm. i go eat outside come back that's all that, done and i go to the gym i th- i think that's the difference is, between you and yeah. me as well like compared to the way that you lived back when you were in malaysia like you had a maid in your house doing your house chores and stuff like that when i say yeah, i didn't want to worry yeah. about studying uh, i didn't want to worry about stuff like paying bills or food or stuff like that that that's the like the big I things i didn't want to worry about but like I still do my own chores, like mostly do my own chores. I okay. do like stuff like that, yeah. like the basic stuff that you do around the house. That's what I do. But the 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 overall like the the like the umbrella thing that you see most of the time is rent, food, and uh, whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't... but let me ask you, love. Let's say you you get a monthly allowance. I don't think you get a monthly allowance. I mean. Yeah, now, for money. now that I'm doing it, uh, uni, I kind of have to get like at least, I guess, fifty okay. a, a week. But here's the thing: you get your monthly allowance. You don't have to worry about food. Yeah. No rent. No bills. Yeah. Whatever you have is what you have. Like you can spend it. And you don't have to worry about oh shit! If I spend it on something else, do I have to worry about food tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. do I have to worry about um, transport? Yeah. It's a safety net. I don't net, have that in Malaysia also. Yeah. I didn't want the safety net. Mm-hmm. As much as I wanted it, like, that's my comfort zone. Bro, you think what? I, I'm an introvert and I don't want to go out at all, but I just did this because I wanted to learn. Right. And that's that's yeah. important in life, learning new things. It's important, yeah. yeah. You being able to move out of your comfort zone is very really important. Yeah. So that you need to learn new things. Now, now that I'm starting uni as well, it's like uh, I I'm slowly stepping you, out. Of my you 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 see well. you see, yeah you see right you see why I'm getting at right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It makes complete sense because yeah. like you have to move out of your comfort zone so that something will happen. Mm-hmm. Good or bad doesn't matter. You get experience from what you're doing. Mostly bad, but yeah, you get experiences. Like right now in uni, I'm yeah. moving out of my introverted comfort zone, trying to like, cause I I need to talk to someone at least, you know. You have to talk to people. Yeah, so I'm slowly moving out of the introvert comfort zone, man. Yeah. Okay. Now, now for the most important person, oh, Charvin, yes. cause he <laughs> he's still at the stage where you're choosing between abroad or local, or you know what uni you uh, uh, Where do you want to study? Chris, Chris, Chris. Uh, for me, I want to go. Same, same reason as well, Glenn. I just, 
I want to be independent because I've like I've stayed under my parents' guidance for too long to the point now like I feel like I shouldn't get too comfortable with the lifestyle I have right now. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the best for me and my future if I become independent and I know how to and I and I can basically survive on my own. I'll get to learn new things, you know, I'll just I'll just become a better person for in my head at least. Yeah, right. you will. In you terms will. of at least you will because yeah. as as you get more experience throughout your life, certain things click in your mind. For example, how to do taxes or how to pay your bills, how to how to survive off a a budget, a very strict budget or mm-hmm. something like that. So good example. I just did my taxes yesterday. <laughs> oh, how are taxes? I don't have to do taxes because I don't work. Huh? How do taxes work? By the way, I don't have to do taxes because I work. Yeah. That's the thing. It oh. works so differently in US. Like you have to pay your taxes like properly. Yeah. I for... think in Malaysia is just deducted from your salary, like automatically. Or Not deducted from your salary. It's deducted from everything you purchase. So yeah, you buy. Pay, yeah. yeah. It's like government service tax is included in with everything you purchase. GST. Meals, resource, laundries, whatever. It's included with that. But for the US, you have to pay your taxes separately, which I don't oh, know. It's it's different. It it depends on how much you earn. So for me, I like the amount of money like get from like MATLAB or whatever. It's like it's very low, right? Compared yeah. to like, um, like a normal working job, right? The forty-hour working job. Mm-hmm. So that's why we for us filing taxes is getting more money. The government will pay us to like because they say we're poor because you know our like job is like a part-time job, but like for like higher level working jobs you'll have to um no the normally they deduct your taxes when you like get your salary but it's something you have to file and then for example for now for example you've spent you invested some money on crypto or whatever doing taxes over here is more of like just telling the government what you did like where you put all your money into and everything so that you're so not like making purchase, you're not getting Basically, proof of purchase, no black money, whatever, yeah. Right, but right. how did you learn to do this? Like, did you ask your friends or...? Oh, no, bro. Like, there's, like, softwares. Like, there's an, there's uh, websites like TurboTax or, like, FreeTax USA and stuff like that. You just follow the whatever they tell you. And then they give you, like, the... Uni- For us, it's the university sends us, like, forms and stuff. And then you just see what the number are and then just put it in. It's very easy. You don't have to do everything online. It's not that hard at all. I don't know how the UK works. I don't work here plus. I don't know how it works. You get a salary from your parents, is it? Me? Yeah. Allowance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So are you planning I, on like finding work, work soon? Not now. Not this year. Maybe next year or something. Okay. Plus, I don't know, my dad, I told my dad, my dad doesn't want me to work. He said, he said, like, focus on your studies and stuff. Right. But right. it's good to have, you know, extra income, you know. Yeah. But, um, I, I've, I've been, like, you know, watching a lot of videos of, like, crypto and stuff lately. I've invested a lot of money. Is from, it, like, my allowance. I don't return? ask them for extra money. It's not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically in loss right now. Oh. A lot, I, like, I invest a lot. Like, there's some days I don't even eat dinner or lunch. I just invest, like, 
a lot of money, man. Dude, that's not right, man. But it's not right. It's not right. You learn from it, though. Yeah, but yes, no, is no most the thing most of the stuff I invest in is like long term returns, not short terms. Mm, short terms, yeah. that's the thing. If you want to trade, right, like you have to be sitting on a computer like twenty four seven. Every time, yeah, yeah. you can't. I can't do that. I have uni and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. So maybe next year I'll find for a job, but nothing. You know, I've always wanted to become a barista. Ooh. Yeah, I love coffee. By the way, yeah, coffee. Yeah, I love coffee a lot. I have a coffee machine in my room. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, I I love it a lot. So maybe yeah. But that's more of me trying to learn how to make coffee. Just you know, your and own kind of experience. Yeah, yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so now that everyone has said, like you know, they we have basically what three people who's, who wants to study abroad. And one guy, the odd one out. <laughs> Why am I always, always the odd one out? <laughs> always the odd one out. Yeah. Am I'm, I like doing I'm something gonna... weird, different or something? Like, why am I always odd one out? Nah, you just have different values, I guess. For me, obviously, I like my family, but I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Like, would I want to spend? I love my parents, but. I don't want to stay back home. Like I told you, like experiences and stuff. Yeah. I know my dad pay pay for me for everything. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So that's like three main factors why you know the decisions are made on for students. The first one is money, and I'm not going to lie to people who are listening, right? Um, even if all of us are not rich, I think we are privileged enough. To have to think about, you know, studying abroad. That's one of the right. main. Yeah. One of the main. Yeah, that's one of the main factors that you know people decide on money, especially mm-hmm. uh, people in Malaysia, I guess, because a lot of people, I think, the, even middle middle class, right? They can't afford to study abroad. Oh yeah, like unless you're one like of upper the, middle class. Yeah. One of the huge things that like popped up when back when I was like even when I was in school. Like people who were trying to decide uni as fast as possible, which there were actually some people who were trying to decide uni, they were thinking of course straight away because, like, they were they weren't, uh, low class. They were mid like the middle class, but it just so happened that like the price range of the good unis or good colleges or whatever, they were expensive. Like considering the amount that you're studying, it's expensive. Like, even the course that I'm taking for uni well, right now, d- it's expensive. We don't even have to go abroad. Malaysian unis, private unis are fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have friends over here, right? So, if you don't know, if you're studying abroad, international students have a separate price for tuition fees and local students have a separate price. Is it more or less expensive? So I'm paying almost. It's more. It's more. It's like way, way more. Way more. Way more, bro. That's how the uni is making money. So I'm, I'm just gonna see how much I almost pay like, per year, academic year. It's almost twenty thousand pounds per year. Per year. That's excluding um, per year, excluding um, uh, everything else, rent. Other expenses. It's only tuition fees. Tuition, just tuition, right? Wow. Only tuition. That's like what a hundred thousand. Times that, six. That's 
Yeah. No, this is even more than hundred thousand. That's a uh, hundred twenty. Hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, and so uh, I was talking to my flatmate that day, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Because a lot of people over here they don't get support from their parents. I guess they do, but not as much as us. Yeah. I think. So that's that's probably where like student like loan work. and debt comes in, right? Yeah. They get a lot of student loans. They get a lot of subsidies and stuff, especially in the UK. Mm-hmm. And they were like complaining. They were like, um, you know, they're not complaining. They 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 basically stress a lot. I get why because yeah. they work for their money. I don't work. I get it. So uh, they were saying like, oh shit, I have to pay my fees next month or something like that. Then I was curious. I was like, oh shit, how much is your fees? How much you guys pay? Because they know that I, you know, my parents pay for everything and stuff. So they yeah. were like, oh, it's like certain amount two k or something. Then I was like, oh, I I asked for the whole academic term. Then they said it was like nine k per year. Yeah, nine k per year. That's less than double, you know. Yeah. Less than double and nine k, half of it almost. Sometimes like thirty forty percent is subsidized by the government and stuff. They have to pay it in like loans or. Paid by months, like five six years after they study, after they're done with their degree. Wait, so you're paying? Whereas, you're paying for this your education after you're done studying. Yeah, basically. Hmm. Yeah, that's how student loan works. Oh, okay, okay. Whereas international, yeah. Whereas international students, to apply to the uni, they'll ask you bank statements. Uh, fixed deposit statements where you have a certain amount of money for a certain amount of years. If you don't have that, they won't let you in because they want a full payment. Interesting, interesting. They want they want a full payment. Okay, okay. I see, I see. They want a full for, payment for a year. Yeah. They want like semester-wise full payment or or semester-wise, but yeah, certain amount of money. They say like, oh, I think sometimes they'll ask you like, uh, we need a bank statement that says you had a hundred k ringgit for like. X amount of years. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, they won't allow you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like they want at least. Normally, they ask you for like one academic year. You have to have enough money in your bank state in your bank for one academic year at least. It's like a credit score for like kind of a thing. certain amount, something like that. Okay. No, no credit score. No, I mean like they basically ask credit score. Like something. Like they will that. check basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They will check. Yeah. Yeah. So. And them paying nine k, which is sixty k per year, mm-hmm. and that's three years in UK. Sixty times three is hundred eighty, and when I was looking at uh, studying, uh, I'm doing civil engineering by the way for people who don't know, and when I was looking at doing um engineering in Malaysia, right, the private uni, it was fifty k per year, four years. That's two hundred k in Malaysia. And they are paying hundred eighty k in UK for a local student, converted to our money. So Malaysians are, and FYI, right? Malaysian uh, has one of the lowest incomes, like thousand two hundred ringgit. Oh yeah. Minimum wage. Minimum wage is thousand. It's really low, and we are paying a higher tuition fees than them. And I, bro, I think the minimum wage in the UK is like two thousand pounds. Two thousand pound. Yes. Wow. So I, uh, I think a lot of this comes to, comes back to our government. You know, like the way they handle stuff and shit. Yeah. Of course, like... you can go to government unis. You can, 
but getting in is so hard and the racial factor on it especially if you're indians i'm telling you is so hard yeah the the no, uh, it's Malaysia, the truth. there's a social construct you can laugh about it but it's the truth yeah in malaysia there's a social construct where it's the same kind of racism thing as if you're dark skin you're like lower class so that's why a lot of uh really it's just i think the quotas is it's actual thing you know in malaysia like if you apply for what's it called ah huh? matrix ah sorry ah matriculation yeah so there's a quota system that 40% or 50% have to be malay then oh, the rest now minorities so even if you didn't do well if you fit into the quota system they take you in and whereas oh. there's indian and chinese students who are, did really well but after the percentage is done they don't take them in and these students they just basically fuck they don't have anything to do right and their parents you know not all of their parents are rich or not even middle class you know some yeah. of them they work like they low income basically minimum wage stuff they take debts the parents take debts to pay private uni fees 200k bro that's a lot for them that's a lot yeah yeah it's really messed up to think about man like you're literally putting it is. you're you're forcing people into debt basically and the thing is right these people they believe like oh shit if you become an engineer you can make money or something let me tell you what's the minimum uh, what's the starting salary of a engineer in malaysia right after you done a uni guess guess 1200 or charit huh 1200 No, no, no. The fucking engineer, dude. Dude, if it's an engineer, like 10, I, I'm gonna like think like nine k. Yeah, I'm gonna think five k. I thought it starts from minimum wage. Five k. You think starting is five k? What about you, Pano? Nine k. It's two point five. That's starting. Shit. Are you serious, dude? It's That's not even real. that much yeah. higher than minimum wage. It's not. It's so low. What? It's so low and. Imagine your parents paid two hundred k debt. They're doing they're in two hundred k debt, you know, and they mm-hmm. sent you. They think you can pay back. This case, they believe they can pay back. They take ten years or maybe twenty years to pay back this debt. Then after that, only they start making money at in when they were like what thirty five or thirty eight. Dude, that's not fair. It's not fair. Obviously, you get an increase of salary, but starting off at two point five k, bro, that's so bad. Yeah. And the thing is, our living standards are not that low either in KL. I'm telling this two point five k in KL, okay, engineering mm-hmm. starting salary. If you go other states, is lower, bro. Not but two point five k, it's you can't even like it's barely enough can't. to like. So you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. That's the thing. They don't get it. That is why I'm not coming back to Malaysia to work. <laughs> Did I? I think even the living standards are slowly shifting upwards, aren't they? Like yeah. people have to pay. No, no, it's now. high. It's high. Malaysian living standards are really high now. No, I know it's high, but I mean it's going even higher, isn't it? It is. The thing is, is. for foreigners, right? A lot of um, Westerners they come into Malaysia. They think it's cheap for them. For them, it's cheap because of the currency exchange and stuff. You see, you go to Bangsa. Go to Daman Sarai Heights, all these mansions and stuff. Uh, Westerners live in it and stuff. For them, it's cheap, bro. Like, what two, three million ringgit for them? Nothing. Divide that by six or four, 
Yeah. For them, it's damn cheap. But for uh, local people, right, having a minimum income and stuff, they can't afford that kind of stuff. They can't afford... That's why our foods are so cheap and stuff. That's good. That's a good thing about Malaysia. But the other stuff, like uh, cars. Cars are really expensive in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. This It's more expensive because we have, like, what, 150% tax on it? Sales tax? Yeah, we are the second most taxed on vehicles. Second most taxed on vehicle after Singapore. After Singapore, yeah. It's so high. And we don't even have a good public transport system. It's so bad. Like, our our country is not pedestrian-friendly. Oh, it's definitely not so, pedestrian-friendly. It's not. Pedestrian, yeah, no. But I think, like, for the train system or, like, taxis or, like, Uber or whatever, I think that's pretty okay. That's not the best, 100%. Uber. But it, it works. Yeah, imagine, okay, la, imagine, okay, you're getting two five, 2.5k per month. You don't have any support from your family, right? Mm-hmm. Just imagine you don't have any family. You're living alone. Mm-hmm. Let's say your your rent is what? Okay, like, let's not go for a whole place. Maybe 600, 700 ringgit, share a place with someone. It's going to be bad. The place is going to be bad. It's not a good place. Yeah. It's cheap. You're living in KL, 600 ringgit, and you don't have a car. You take Grab every day to work. Imagine, maybe let's say 20 ringgit per, per trip. 40 ringgit per day. Times that by what five six, two hundred almost three hundred ringgit per month. That's already uh almost thousand one hundred ringgit gone in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Just for rent and transport, they still have food, other expenses, rent. Uh, I mean bills to pay, credit card debt. And then leisure. And they still have, have to pay for the. Go off. They still have to pay for the student loan. Dude, that's that's not maybe sufficient. by the end. Maybe by that's the end not. of the month, they're left like with like two hundred ringgit. That's Wait, barely. you guys said Malaysia is the second highest with hundred fifty percent tax, right? I don't know the exact amount, but I don't know the exact I, amount, but it's just yeah, it's not. It's not second highest. Nepal only. Nepal already two hundred thirty eight percent. See, what's Nepal yeah. on? Nepal's on some fucked up shit, bro. We just passed FCC. What the fuck is going on in Nepal, bro? <laughs> messed up, man. Yeah. Family, so family money is obviously a very huge factor in this, lah. Like, you know, deciding factor. Yeah. I so think money everyone, is Basically, like everyone who's in overseas, they either have scholarship or they're rich. Not rich, rich, but, you know, they, they can afford to think that they have the decision to, you know, go overseas. Right, yeah. right. Wait, do you guys get scholarships? Yeah. You and Pranu? I got yeah, like I do. two or three K scholarship. I get, I get, I get like two K a year. Not much. I get two K a year, but I also uh, remember how, like, for example, um, Rish, Raghu said the ex- international students have to pay way more. Mm-hmm. I got that deducted from my university because of my SAT and whatever scores. So I don't, I don't have to pay extra money as an international student. And I get thousand eight hundred, or I think yeah, thousand eight hundred uh, per year as an additional scholarship too. So it's not that bad for me. Yeah. So money is like a huge factor, huge, huge factor. That's maybe like if you don't have money, you can't even think of this like going abroad. Yeah. Right. Maybe you're like uni you smart or you have scholarships and stuff. I think the next factor is basically experience or. 
you know how people say culture shock mm-hmm. right i think i kind of had it I, even though like you know i was not as conservative back in malaysia it's totally different when you come to like uk or the us i'm sure uh, pranobaki is like, uh, no i agree yeah really different like the way people you know interact with each other or Wait, can you even... explain to me what culture shock is? I don't think I know. It's basically everything that you've experienced. Like it's, it's damn. It's like okay, you okay. You go to another culture. Okay, let's let's okay, let's say uh, I went to movies, right? I think like the first time, like I don't know, few months ago, I went the first time. Mm-hmm. What would you see if you go to the movies in Malaysia, like normally? Movie. Yeah, movies. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no like when you go to buy stuff like what would you buy normally I don't know popcorn drink that's pretty much it Yeah there's no alcohol is it No, no alcohol right no. there isn't Yeah in in the movies right they have a bar like a pop kind of stuff right outside the movies where you can buy alcohol and cokes Oh yeah. shit yeah. I really what have to go to UK I Yeah really yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone so instead of coke right a lot of people buy beers and they go inside That's and lit. Right, right beside that, they have like an ice cream store where you can buy ice cream and go. We don't have that in Malaysia, do we? I think no, we don't. We we have like little snack things like nachos. So like totally, fries. like more than normal over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alcohol and what ice cream? Ah, uh. dude, I see why Bro, the theaters are like one the of the best combo. places. Alcohol and ice cream. For me, I had the culture shock when I came here. When I find out that like every person I meet, like okay, every other person I meet, the parents are divorced. Like it just that's how like. Oh yeah, parents, yeah, that's one more thing. Yeah, it's and so the thing, crazy. Right? The thing is, if you're divorced, right, and you're student, you get paid. Oh. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Government basically subsidizes you, lah. Basically. Yeah. So you just That's only for local as well. Of course, not international. Uh, why would they pay us? Actually, if international is, means I just I I want to oh, disturb no, no, the point. The thing is, right? <laughs> because we, I'm from Malaysia, right? It's a Commonwealth country, right? I get yeah. to vote in the election over here. What? Oh, shit! Really? That's oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Malaysia is Commonwealth, but we were colonized by UK. Oh damn. Yeah, there you go. One good joke. I don't one know. One good thing about one good thing about white imperialism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else is a culture shock? Yeah, what else is a culture? I don't know. Basically, everyone, everyone over here drinks. Everyone. That's yeah. lit, bro. That's lit. In in Malaysia, you have people who are literally religious to the point where they do not drink. That that's basically not existent in the UK or US, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, US yeah, maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. drinking. Drinking, and it's more of a factor here. After twenty one, everyone drinks. Right, uh, like, but like before twenty one, like we went to the New Orleans parade the other day. Everyone on the street, there were like at least, and I'm not even kidding, like at least ten thousand people on the street What? on the parades and stuff. And no, no mask by the way. You don't. What is mask? What's COVID? What did you wear? But, a mask? Um, No, no one, no one wears a mask there, and then everyone is drinking. Everyone is drinking. Everyone is drunk. But you don't like what That's I'm saying is you you don't have people like me where like oh I I rather just not take alcohol. 
Oh, no, there is, there is, there is some people like that now. Obviously, some people. Is. But the thing is, if you are that person, they'll force you. Yeah. <laughs> in Malaysia, there's a different kind of like. They just hold you, right? They just hold you, they point into your mouth or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like? Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that because that's like a, uh, assault basically. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, we're we're joking when we say we pour in your mouth. No, if you don't, if you don't drink, then you don't drink. There's nothing. Oh, well, some people do it. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people are probably like depends like, on the friends you're in. Thing, but, exactly. But like, if you have that kind of friends, then don't be friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah, sometimes a... they might not even be friends. Here's the thing. I have a uh, Muslim friends, right? They were like, they were in the accommodation. They have like this room where they can watch movies and like you know play games they're basically doing their own thing then a few people came in they were drunk they're holding alcohol it's like oh shit here drink this then they're like okay i don't drink then this girl she's she randomly came up to him and just kissed him then he was like fuck he was like what the fuck why did you kiss me they don't know them you know yeah so it all happens this kind of stuff happens it's just you can't do anything sometimes exactly yeah. What else? So, uh, I was the guy. In a weekend, normally a lot of Malaysians go to malls and stuff, right? A mall is a very huge thing in Malaysian culture, right? Yeah. We go shopping. Right. In here, or maybe US, there are malls. I know it's a developed country and stuff. Malaysian malls are 100% better, like way better. No, no, I agree. The malls, I, I've been here. Oh, no, yeah, the malls here are shit. Yeah, dude. Hmm. Fucking shit. What do you mean by that? Like, Obviously, it... they are like major oh, no. malls. They are, they are major malls like Harrods and stuff. Where they have LV and stuff. Obviously, those malls are okay, you know. But, you know, maybe they have like what? In total, London, maybe they have like six or seven malls. That's all. What? I mean, thinking about that and then thinking about Malaysia where they literally just, I mean, very, very recently just opened a new pavilion and like, yeah. Even though it's newly open, it's like booming in business. Like, are they? I I don't know. My dad said he went there. It was kind of empty. It was kind of empty for the first few days, but then after because most of it is closed. Yeah, most of it is closed. Open. The th- the thing is because it's a new mall. Like everything is still being made. Like all the shops and stuff are still being made. So, mm-hmm. like you can't just have a mall open and then instantly have all the shops open, right? So some of the shops are not open yet. So everyone's like basically just waiting for everything to happen. But even though everything hasn't opened up yet, it's still like really packed. There's some restaurants in the pavilion where uh, there's long lines of people waiting to enter certain restaurants. Or like there's clothing stores which are almost full of people. Like It's crazy to think like even... Uh, even a mall that just opened can be this packed. I yeah, agree with Raglan for the malls being bad. Like, I went to... The city I live in, it's kind of small. I wouldn't say anything about this. But, like, I went to a bigger city. The malls were shit, bro. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, I didn't enjoy being in the mall. It was more of... I think London, London in general is fine. Because maybe it's a big city. But I've heard, like, stories, you know. They said, oh... But definitely, like, Malaysia has way more malls. Like, I think that it's basically the Malaysian culture of, like, weekend, oh, shit, let's go to the mall, eat dinner or something. Yeah. Over here, right, weekend, you, there will be people in the mall. It'll be packed, but you go to city center, pops, they'll be running across the road, drunk, mm. high on drugs. 
it's not a bad thing. It's just the way they. It's that's, their way of. Uh, no, no, that's that's culture shock for us. Yeah, that's normal. That's, for yeah, us. That's, so that, that's a straight up experience of culture Enjoying. shock for me then, because I mean I haven't seen it. Obviously, was, it's you not know, fully. You know, I I know you don't get it when I tell you, right? It's literally batukir. What? That's exactly how it is every weekend. Every weekend they're running across the every weekend. Yeah, okay. people they go to pubs, they drink, they have a good time. You go back in the train, right? Everyone's face is red. What the heck? They're all like yeah, drunk. it's normal. It's normal. Like the first week, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Then after that, I got used to it. Hmm. That doesn't happen in Malaysia. Not at all. We don't even use public transport. What am I talking? I mean, yeah, the 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 first time I started using public transport was when I started A level, and Pranav actually taught me how to use the public transport because I've never used public transport like basically my whole life. And then the first time I couldn't go home mm. like straight, uh, like because my parents were busy or whatever. So Pranav taught me how to use the public transport, and it was it's actually hella peaceful because no one uses public transport. It is. Yeah. yeah, depends. If you go like during peak times, it's full. I've I've been in. But not as full as London. London, everyone uses a tube. Not as full as it's China. It's really well planned. That's, that's China, Japan. That's I've never been. To, I've never been in a public transport in China. Oh, I've never been to being Japan. Being in a there, there was this one like I've only been to China once. I think like, I saw the video. I think I saw the video. It's legit. Like you had to squeeze yourself into public transport sometimes. Bro, I remember I lived in Beijing, man. It was crazy. Exactly. My dad has to. My dad. My dad used to take like subway because it's like the easiest thing to do. Otherwise, like traffic and everything. Yeah. And he used to like, sque- he lit like he would send like sometimes he'd just send random videos, like it's just like full of people just queuing to go inside the train, and the train comes in every five every five or three minutes. By the way, still there's so much queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. London is the same. Dude, imagine it's it's just yeah. like I. I understand train to Busan like now. <laughs> If you guys get me, huh? train to Busan, What? train to Busan, the uh, Korean I haven't uh, watched the movie. zombie movie. It's it's really nice. I I, I mean it. they didn't really put the factor of how many people there are on the trains most of the time, uh, especially in like Asian countries. But if they did, then yeah, train to Busan would have been uh, much worse. Yeah, so the thing that's one of the huge culture shocks you get, because in Malaysia we don't, I don't think a lot of people drink. Not a lot. We I do, think, we do, but I think not we as do, much. Definitely not as not. It's it's, it's not to the point where you. Normal. It's not to the point where you get overly drunk or like you're in a huge pub with a bunch of people. No, no, it's no, just no, like no, with the, friends or something. No, the people over here. No, the people over here are not overly drunk. It's just yeah, we are enjoying. Right. Every weekend, though, you can go to pop. Oh yeah, like how how I said, we have like thousands of malls in just like one few areas, right? In Malaysia. Oh yeah. In here, they have like, in my area itself, I see. I think there's like what ten or twenty pubs. Oh, so it's instead of malls, it's pubs. Like you malls, replace all pub. the. That's where they malls. enjoy. It's interesting. They they just go there for a drink. They talk. It's like for it's like having coffee for them. They go, after work, they just go. They just chill. I mean, that's I have my I like, own opinion. Honestly, honestly, like. good for good for them, lah. Whatever. Yeah. Like. 
I mean, that's no, fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's that be, way to, of enjoying to be life. honest, like I have my own opinion on this, but like my own opinion is like completely uh, outcast at this point because like the amount of people that uh, like alcohol. See, see, this is this is culture shock because exactly. that's not your culture. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not even yeah. close. Like, I, I. Yeah, it's fine. I'm a person but, who doesn't. But the thing is, I think if you're in a different country, you'll you'll adapt to it because there'll be like friends who'll be like, oh, let's go chill there, even if you don't drink. Mm-hmm. You'll go there for the conversation. Yeah, yeah. You get me? Like, yeah. I'll be, I'll be like, damn tired. Friends will be like, oh, let, let's go drink. Now, like, bro, I don't want to drink. Then he's like, okay, just come. Now, I'll be there. We'll just be talking. It's, it's fun. It's I like won't going drink, to a, order coffee. Yeah, going to a bar to drink uh, coffee and then your friends are drinking alcohol or something. And then you're just chilling there having a fun time. Even though you're not drinking. Yeah. You don't have to drink to have a fun time. Charvin. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> why? Why did you say it? <laughs> okay, so I think this like one of a uh, very important factor as well, you know, on like as a deciding factor, job scopes basically. I know I shouldn't say this, but I think a lot of people value um, a foreign degree compared to a Malaysian degree. Yeah, so oh, yeah. uh, saw a lot of people. It's every job company that values. So let's say you have a degree from uh, Sanvi Uni and -hmm. compare, maybe you have a degree from University of Birmingham or Liverpool University. Who do you think will get the job? Probably the lesser, man. I know people say it doesn't matter. Obviously, it does to a certain extent. Maybe you have experience and that's different, but you might not be the better person. You're not... You not be most smarter than a guy who study in some way, but it definitely sometimes it does matter. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of and um, job groups, right? It's kind of that kind of segregation uh, kind of thing where you you you're treated better if you have a uh, foreign degree just because it's yeah. a foreign degree. And job scopes. Let's say you have your study in UK, okay, uh, and a guy study in Sunway College or Sunway Uni. He says, "Oh shit, I want to go to the US and work." in this firm and stuff mm-hmm. and I say I want to go to the US and work they'll definitely pick someone who's from the UK right right yep compared or to maybe from job scopes yeah job scopes I'm already telling you people are working for 2.5k starting salary for an engineer mm-hmm. over here in UK it's, I think it's if I'm not mistaken it's like 3k pounds per month uh, starting You'll have a wider range of job scopes also compared to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So you, you can do, you, basically because what the, you're saying is you can do more, like a more varied selection of jobs instead of like when you come from Malaysia and you're, you're given the option for jobs and you're basically just like selected to this small set of jobs where yeah. it doesn't pay that much, I guess. I mean, it could pay quite I think even... In a lot of unis in UK, right, they're already starting to pick uh, students out in the final year to work in their firms. I don't know if that happens in Malaysia. Uh, for the course that I'm doing, I it's compulsory that I have to do an internship, but I don't think that's uh, related to what you're saying. Is internship it? is different. Yeah. Internship is within the course. Yeah. I'm saying like on the final year, they pick you. They look, obviously, they look at your grades and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're good, 
100%, you you have a job. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, there's conditions that you have to meet to get a job. Yeah, I think you go through interviews and all. Yeah, yeah, you have interviews and stuff. I'm sure they have it in Malaysia, but just... I think so. I think mostly all universities in have. in in West, like countries like UK and stuff, they have bigger firms compared yeah. to Malaysia. Especially with our government, the shit they're doing now, a lot of uh, Western countries are leaving Malaysia. If you don't know that yet, hmm. I did not actually. Yeah, yeah, a lot of you know Western Digital they left Malaysia I think last year. Oh. Is a big company. Is it because of like governmental issues and stuff like that? Yeah, a lot of political issues and governmental issues. You don't want to be in a country like that. Right. It's so weird. Well, I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't blame a lot them. Of the, the, a lot of these big companies, they just, they just go to like Indonesia or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Considering what's bigger land in this country and what we have in this country, like, I wouldn't be... I would be like so much... Uh, happier or like like not happier i'm basically pretty happy already because of i'm living in this country i know what's going on basically most of the time at least like the food the culture the experiences that i've lived through basically all my life is like it's something that i understand but what will make it better is if there was no issues going on you know because the, like political instabilities exactly mm-hmm. not just that but also like racial segregation and stuff like that can't help it yeah yeah True. you you literally can't help it at this point because us as the community we can't do anything like oh it's... yeah the racial factor as you say right mm-hmm. in a lot of job scope in malaysia my dad told me he he's an engineer he has his own construction company yeah he's having problems hiring people because sometimes like Chinese or Malay, they don't want to work for an Indian. Oh yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard uh Chinese and uh, Malays they actually don't want Indians to work for them either. Like it's that's not normal. It goes both ways. Like sometimes they they don't want Malays working in a Chinese company or Chinese working in a Malay company. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it happens. I think the but thing in is, that sense, to, to in be that fair, sense, I think like. To be fair, it's not for every company. Some companies are very inclusive for everyone. For example, my yeah, brother, yeah. the company my brother works in, they're very yeah. inclusive. They have yeah. uh, Malay, Chinese, and Indian, and they also, I believe, they have like mixed race. So it's not. That's for the thing. Sometimes I don't think they even realize they're being racist. They're like, "Oh shit! If I bring in a Malay, he's he's gonna be lazy or Indian. He's not gonna come to work properly. He's gonna be, you know, doing something else or some shit." Yeah, but like that's overgeneralizing, isn't it? That's yeah. it is. It's it's overgeneralizing to a point of being racist. racist. Yeah. And in that sense, I think the UK and US, obviously there is racial discrimination, but I think they wouldn't want to put they wouldn't want to say openly like, oh shit, I don't want an Indian or something. Yeah. Because they will get flamed. <laughs> Yeah, considering it's the it, twenty the yeah. two thousand twenty two, they will get flamed. And so maybe they're just looking for skill sets and stuff. As long as they're able to make money, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not right, man. Yeah. It's, it's not right. How, it's not. It's not. Like, if and I'm if I'm exactly the, the same, if I'm exactly the same, 
as someone who I went to uni or college with, and we both have the same skill set, why is it that I can't get a job, but he can, even though we're basically exactly the same, but it's just the color of our skin dictates whether we can get that job or not. Yeah. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah, like, you can't help it. It just happens in Malaysia, does it? Even, why am I going to jobs? There's a lot of places where, you know, uh, houses are for rent. You can't oh, yeah, no, don't even get me started uh, on that. A lot of Indian faces, yeah. I don't know why it's an Indian thing. When you're Indian, you call up the landlord, they ask you, are you Indian? That's the end of the call. Yeah. What? You say yes, done. Then you yeah, ask them no. why. Then they say Indians don't take care of the house properly. They paint the... Indian don't... The yeah, they make walls, noise. They, they paint the walls. Yeah. They make noise. And that's like, bro, everyone will make noise. <laughs> yeah. It, it depends on the person. If he's a clean person or like a dirty person, it doesn't depend on the race, right? Yeah. It's but, like, you know... The, the thing is, like, stereotyping an Indian to be dirty is no different from stereotyping a Malay to be dirty or a Chinese to be dirty. It's just that they put it on the Indian because of some kind of dark skin complexion, some kind of superiority complex, some kind of, some garbage that they make up in their mind. Even though that doesn't apply for everyone, they apply it to everyone. That's what I mean by generalizing. They're like oversimplifying something to a point where you, it's a carpet term. Oh, Indians are dirty. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not true. Like, it, it's not true. It's true to a small subset. But it's not true to everyone. It's like... You're excluding something... Some important information here. Yeah, as I said, look, racial factor is a huge... It plays a huge role in hiring people in Malaysia. I, I'm not saying it, it doesn't play mm-hmm. a huge factor in... UK or US, but I think it's more prominent in Malaysia because it's so uh, normalized, I think, in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, not hiring Chinese people because not hiring uh, Indians or we only need Mandarin speakers or I mean, that kind of stuff. For, for Mandarin speaker things, I understand because like, it makes the communication I understand, but that's the thing. No, I remember, I remember a video that went viral. Uh, a guy, an Indian guy went to like to get a job for an interview in like a bank or something right and then the interviewer was like uh sorry we are like we want people who can speak mandarin right mm-hmm. and this indian guy started speaking in mandarin man was like a proper chinese guy right mm-hmm. and then he was like right so my you know my skills are fine i can speak mandarin i require every like you know i i meet all the requirements right and the person was just like uh, sorry, we want Chinese people. So, <laughs> he, okay, so that's the, that's the thing. Like, he met all requirements. Everything. Yeah, everything. But, even the Mandarin speaker part. Exactly. Yeah, just, just but, because, because he was a, yeah. He wasn't Chinese. Yeah, he, he lost the job. Yeah, it yeah. would have, the thing is, if you had a job with requirements that said you have to speak Chinese or you have to be Chinese, okay, that job would probably pay you a lot considering, mm. like, the requirements are so high, right? 
And considering uh, yeah. that a Chinese would rather pay another Chinese a uh, considerable amount so that they can live properly or live in peace or satisfaction, that that person would have got a lot of money just because he was in that job. But because he couldn't get that job because he was Indian and not Chinese, yeah. even though he met all the requirements, that just seems so wrong, so off. The thing is, I, I'm pretty sure this guy had experience as well. Like, he already had experience, fair bit of experience in that field, right? Mm-hmm. So, if anything, he was, like, very, like, I don't know. Like, like, a, per- you know like I mean? a perfect candidate. He really deserved it, but... Yeah, yeah, he was a perfect was candidate, but because of his skin, he got... Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, you look at my brother, okay? I mean, you can't look at my brother, but, like, as an example, okay, my brother works in a Chinese company, a Chinese insurance company, which isn't actually that bad. They actually do like quite a lot of good things, like considering what they do. They do a lot of uh, inspection of what your insurance is. They change it just not just because like, oh, our insurance is better. Just pay me that kind of thing. They don't do that. They actually look at your insurance policies and they change it so that it's better for you. And he, like my yeah. brother, at least, he did that for uh, my entire family. Like, me, my sister, my brother, my mom, my dad, my uncle, my grandma, grandpa, my auntie, whatever. Like, all, everyone, okay? He changed all of their policies so that it is better for them. And he works in a Chinese company. But because he couldn't fully speak Chinese when he entered, uh, they taught him. How to speak Chinese slowly he started developing the skills on how to speak and like now he's relatively fluent I would say uh, he can understand really well but like uh, speaking is a completely different thing because pronunciation I think Farm would know this quite well but yeah. pronunciation makes a huge difference right. in what would you say <laughs> so yeah let me tell you companies like the that day, right? really like, good. yeah it is let me tell you this like the day right all this media or whatever Malaysian people stop labeling these companies like Chinese-owned company or Malay-owned company, Indian-owned company, and start labeling them as like Malaysian-owned company. I think that's when like everything will kind of change. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. that's it. Like we have to recognize it as a country started by Malaysians. As a whole, so I think like not yeah, not from. Not from like uh skin color or like race or whatever, like a Malaysian as like a united like like a nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's when a lot of Malaysians who are studying abroad will come back to Malaysia and start working. Oh yeah, I think on that note, right? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on that note, I think we discussed pretty much everything on like, you know, on like both sides, I guess. Mm-hmm. And cool. people who are watching and like, you know, trying to decide if they should go abroad or study locally, I think we might have been a small help. I don't know. I mean, it's still a decision for you to make, but like, as long as we... Yeah, I know it's up to you, but... Yeah, as long as we I, I hope somewhat can, I, of I, I, I hope we at least help Chalvin. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm clear. I'm clear. I want to go out. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, I think, I'm sorry, to the point yeah. where like, 
I think Chavi's real reason you know. to go out was he wants to go like for the pubs and everything. That one, that one, don't don't expose me, bro. What are you acting? He wants to he wants to go to a gay stripper club. Oh, that that. I mean, to be fair, you only need one show in London called Magic Mike Day. It's literally Magic like half naked guys dancing or something. Yeah, uh, I want to go one day. I'm, just see. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's all, I know. I that's all right. Do you yeah. guys want to say anything else? No, I think we we covered a lot. Pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Right, right. So if yeah. if this episode helped you in any way to understand how, uh, what you need to do to, uh, choose your future in life or whatever, actually, let me start over with that. If this episode helped you choose the way to pave your path forward in future. I hope like the best for you in the future, whatever you do is great. But no, here's the thing, we are not professionals. We're just talking from <laughs> our perspectives, our point our of view because we already in that we already made our decision. Yeah. We're just giving you a taste of like what we had and stuff. So if you actually want to make a decision, maybe talk to your parents or you know talk like, to your parents, uh, talk to a counselor, talk counselor, to a lecturer, guidance counselor. Yeah. yeah, they will. They will most definitely help you, like try and figure out what's going on, like especially the stuff that we talked about in this episode: money, race, uh, what else, location, uh, experience, all, every everything, everything that we talked about in this episode. It's huge factors on whether or not you should study abroad or you should study locally. Like considering uh, Malaysia, most people would prefer studying abroad because uh, stuff going on in the country is not the best. Most people studying in the US or the UK, they'll probably stay in the US or UK because their country system is better considerably if than if you went out. So, if this help mm-hmm. episode helped you in any way, I hope it. I definitely hope it did. But I guess that's it for today. And hope you enjoyed this episode of Broadcast. And look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye bye. Yep. Thank you. Bye bye. Peace.